Welcome to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Brought to you by LakeLink, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Outdoors Radio is brought to you by the Wisconsin Hunter Education Program with the Wisconsin DNR, dnr dnr.wi.gov, and by the Open Season Sportsman's Expo next weekend, March 26th through the 28th at Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells, opensportsmansexpo.com. I'm Jeff Kelm. Dan, uh, we'll we'll hear from him. He did an interview earlier this week, but he's a bit under the weather here this week. Hey, in-person hunter education classes start up again in April. We're going to talk about that with John King. Flow International uh, launches a new line of utility trailers. And take your kids for a walk through two, uh, two touch-of-the-wild trailers at the Open Season Expo next weekend. All that straight ahead right here on Outdoors Radio. Time now for the Madison Outdoor Report, joined by Gene Dillinger. He is the proprietor of DNS Bait and Tackle in Madison. And uh, Gene, kind of that awkward time, right? Like we're we're not ready to get boats in because you're not going to get further than about 15 feet from the shore, but uh, you certainly can't reach the ice these days. No, that's exactly where we find ourselves right now. Is you definitely can't get on the ice, probably don't want to be on the ice, but you're not going to put your boat in. And even some of these little backwater areas that are opening up, they're really not going to draw a lot of fish in until the ice off, off of most of the, the bigger bodies of water, so some of that warmer surface water can blow up into those places. And, I mean, do you find uh, do you find that guys still find a way to, to not necessarily get on the ice, but, like, to catch fish? I mean, are there backwater sloughs that guys know are sitting in the sun? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, there's, there's, there's a few of those areas, but was, they really don't tend to draw many fish into them until... Most of the ice is off of the big water because then you get that warmer surface water when the wind is right, it blows that warmer water up into some of these shallower areas. Then it draws those fish up in there. And hopefully there's something in there, some sort of food source to hold them there for a while. Otherwise, they'll come and go pretty quickly. But I did have a fellow this weekend that was fishing up in the river above Lake Mendota and below Cherokee Marsh, caught a couple catfish already, so that was kind of interesting. You know, and guys are able to get on some of these rivers, you know, uh, certainly the Wisconsin River is, is open, and uh, there's guys, you know, in the dells and below the dam and and, and all of that, and uh, and that will pick up as we continue to go along throughout this, this spring season. Uh, but what would you say your, you know, how was your ice season? I mean, everybody talks about, you know, what was, and uh, what, what, how, how would you rate that in the Madison area this year? Um, as I would say, for the most part, it was somewhat marginal, although we did have some some exceptional bites take place. They just were not widespread or, you know, widely taken advantage of. The bluegill bite that generally takes place over in Monona Bay and stuff on Lake Monona was uh, kind of a tough slog for most of the guys this winter. Not that there weren't fish coming and going in there. There just wasn't the number of fish, and they didn't spend as much time in there. So uh, a lot of guys kind of gave up on that because it was a bit of a struggle. Uh, there were some perch taken on Lake Monona and Mendota, um, some really big perch on Mendota. But, again, it, it didn't attract a big crowd, but the guys that were out there got some nice fish. And then with the, the fact that the ice came late, we had a lot of snow, and then that cold weather just before it warmed up, there was a lot of reasons not to go out on the ice, too. Yeah, I, I would I would have to totally agree all the way around it. And, I, you know, it's it's interesting, you know, you and I and, and Dan have all talked uh, for years, and the years that we've got this great bluegill bite, uh, there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> I mean, there's oh, yeah. a lot of pressure oh, yeah. in the Madison area in general, but there's a lot of pressure yeah. on those fish. And so we kind of talked about it last year with – 
it's that many people taking that many fish, it's probably going to have an impact going forward. Do you think that was the reason you didn't quite see that same bluegill bite? And will it be cyclical and come back again anyways? Well, the bluegill, all fish are cyclical to some degree or another. I just think that there was something, there's something going on with the lake um, food chain-wise. Uh, this last summer, the, the bluegills that would generally go out and suspend over deep water didn't do that in the same quantities that they generally would. They went out to deep water, but they were on the bottom, and they only went out to 35 feet of water or so, where usually they would suspend out over the middle of the lake, 50, 60, and 70 feet of water. And I think the reason for that may be an invasive. Um, Mendota's had a, a spiny flea invasive species in it for a long time, and it, it likes to eat the Daphne, the same Daphne that would go out and draw those bluegills out into that deeper water, and I'm sure Lake Monona has maybe experienced an explosion in that that uh, spiny flea invasive, and it may have been consuming all of the Daphne and stuff that would normally draw those fish out and suspend over that deeper water, thus they were, you know, had to end up feeding in the mud and stuff out in that 20 and 30 foot of water. As far as what happened this winter over in Monona Bay, it seems as though the, all the years of high water have left that bay with, you know, a less desirable weed species in there, and it doesn't really do well in the cold weather. So when the water gets cold, that weeds die off. The food that's related to that, you know, doesn't really exist, and the cover that's uh, generated from some weed growth didn't really exist in any massive amounts in there. So it just limits how many fish can actually be, you know, sustained in that bay, and I think that that kind of stuff plays a role in it, too. I absolutely, absolutely, totally agree with that. And I think that's something that I've tried to to tell people, teach people as I go around, is that uh, you can have, especially the weed factor, you can have weeds. You know, a lot of folks think like, oh, we got to get into weeds. they got to be green weeds. Well, they can be green weeds. They can be standing weeds. But there are certain types of weeds that attract fish, that hold fish, that hold cover, that stay alive longer, that hold the type of food that the fish are looking for. And if you don't have that, uh, which, and unfortunately, a lot of our lakes, uh, due to invasive species and just, you know, the, the change, the, the environmental changes that we've seen, uh, or even just the use of the lakes that we've seen has changed the dynamic of where those fish are and how they situate themselves throughout the the, the seasons and so it it does change you know we get we, i'm sure you hear it probably even more than i do of man 25 years ago this was this you know and you're like well 25 years ago i was there so <laughs> yeah right, right. Well, <laughs> i'm you, telling those stories too right, exactly but you know you, you think about how much has changed just in general in 25 years i mean just look at how well we can find and catch fish right oh yeah I mean, yeah, they can't hide anymore. Yeah, we can we can hunt down fish better than we ever could. So 25 years ago, yeah, you got lucky when you got on the right hole. Now you go, you, you take two hours, you go find them, and you beat on them for six hours. Yeah. So if you got the, you don't even have to be a, you don't even have to be a master of boat control anymore. You just have to be a master of your electronics, and it'll hold the boat where you want it. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's totally dynamic, different dynamic of fishing these days, and I think that's what we're going to see. You know, going forward, it's going to be continual change. The, the anglers that are 
willing to adapt uh, to that change are going to continue to succeed. Those that are stuck in, well, I've always caught fish here, I'm just going to keep fishing it, are going to come in whining that they didn't see anything today or catch anything today. But, uh, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I think you're a great resource. Obviously, you've seen those changes over the course of a long period of time and, and uh, can kind of stay with what's going on. Great feedback as far as well, how you uh, uh, perceive things changing in the system as far as uh, the the fish not maybe going deeper for certain reasons. I, I think you're spot on with that. And uh, unfortunately, due to many invasives, we're going to see changes like that uh, all over the board. And Sure. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, great, great intel. I appreciate that, uh, Gene. It's it's awesome to be able to talk to you and kind of get a pulse of what's going on. And and hopefully we get rid of this ice a little quicker now, and guys can get their boats out because a lot of those fish that they were catching in the winter time are still going to be catchable before weeds uh, really shoot up. Yes, they are. All right. Well, Gene, I appreciate your time, and uh, we will talk to you again here in a in a few weeks, I suppose. It sounds good. Gene Appreciate Dellinger. it. Thank you, Gene. Gene Dellinger, he is from DNS Bait and Tackle in Madison. You can find him uh, there. You can also uh, listen to this Madison report online all the time at lake-link.com. We'll be back with more right after this. Flow has been making world-class aluminum trailers for 38 years, and the all-new Versamax UT is a giant leap forward in utility trailer technology. Whether you're working on projects or planning a trip, a Flow UT trailer will serve you like no other. And Flow technology eliminates the rattling and banging you get when towing most utility trailers. Whether you're buying for the first time or looking to make an upgrade, see for yourself what sets us apart at floeintl.com. The Versamax UT, another game changer from Flow. Attention future hunters, hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. Recently rebranded Open Season Sportsman's Expo, formerly Outdoor Life Field and Stream Expo Series, moved locations to the Wisconsin Dells March 26th through 28th at the Kalahari Resorts and Conventions. Come see the latest products, gear, and equipment for hunting, fishing, and outdoor enthusiasts. Meet industry insiders, attend an educational seminar, test the newest products, and shop show only pricing. Kids under 12 free. Save with advance tickets at OpenSeasonSportsman'sExpo.com. Hey, thanks for joining us this week on Outdoors Radio. I'm your host, Jeff Kelm, for the week. Dan is, uh, as I mentioned at the very beginning of the show, a little bit under the weather, but uh, we will uh, hear from him as he did an interview earlier this week uh, with the, the folks over at Flow International uh, and talk about their new line of utility trailers that is coming up on today's show. You know, all leftover turkey permit permits are on sale now. Uh, don't forget about that. It's going to be a great season, I think. Although the the season dates are shifted a little bit, and so it's it's throwing some people off. I I would imagine you know if you're the type of person that's just an absolute turkey fiend, you may have even had to change some of your vacation times. And we'll see what happens with the uh, with the harvest numbers. Of course, last year when we got into the turkey season, that was right after kind of the uh, the big shutdown of the entire United States, certainly of the state of Wisconsin. And so there was a lot more folks 
with a little bit of time on their hands. We may still see some of that this year. We may see some new hunters that had the chance to get out for the first time last year uh, stay with it. And so we may see the uh, the turkey uh, hunter population still up, maybe not up as high as last year, but uh, still up. And uh, we may see the harvest numbers up as well. I know in some parts of the state, we, we were not even done with winter yet, in a sense, uh, but we'll see what happens with the the winter kill rate, uh, both with turkey and deer. Uh, that's going to be something to to watch for in some parts of the state. I suppose you could say it's been a it's been a severe winter or a harder winter. I think in a lot of parts of the state, it really wasn't too bad. We kind of had that that week and a half of bitter cold, and we had some snow. But I know we're we're talking drought drought like conditions for a lot of the state of Wisconsin. We just didn't get the same moisture level uh, this winter that uh, we would typically see. And uh, we didn't have a super wet fall, though we did have a little bit of rain probably later on. Too late for a lot of our food plots, I can tell you that. Uh, those of you who are fall food plot planters, uh, things burnt up pretty quickly in August. And then we got some rain later in September, just a little too late for, for us there. But uh, we'll see what the turkey numbers look like. But permits are on sale. If you want to buy permits over the counter so that you've got a couple of permits in your back pocket, Wherever you're going in the state of Wisconsin, they are on sale now. Of course, there's limited quantities depending on what zone and time frame you want to hunt those birds at. But good luck to you if that's what you plan on doing. Hey, we've got a giveaway this week. This week's giveaway is four pairs of tickets to the uh, next weekend's Open Season Sportsman's Expo. This is what uh, used to be the Deer and Turkey Expo, the Outdoor Life Field and Stream Expo. Now it's the Open Season Sportsman's Expo. To enter, call 414 297 7554 or email us at dsoradio at gmail.com. Leave your name and phone number or leave your name and email address rather, not phone number. It won't matter the phone number. We need your email address because these are uh, emailed vouchers for your tickets. So if you're a winner, we'll send you an email uh, with your voucher and uh, you can go enjoy it. I would imagine uh, it doesn't matter the name change. The folks that go to the Deer and Turkey Expo, I love the different vendors that are there. Hopefully, uh, they're able to to get back in the building and and really uh, make it what it's truly should be. I, I remember uh, days of old, days of old, really not that long ago, uh, with the Deer and Turkey Expo just being crazy at the Alliant Energy Center, and uh, I'm sure they are going to uh, to pack the expo this year as well. So open season Sportsman's Expo tickets again four one four two nine seven seven five five four or email us at dsoradio at gmail dot com. Win uh, a one of four pairs of tickets, so we're gonna we're gonna do that. Hey, uh, coming up on today's show, DNR Hunter Education Administrator John King is going to talk about reopening of in-person hunter education classes starting April first. I know a lot of folks are excited about that. There was a lot of confusion last year when everything shut down as to how hunter education pro- uh, programs are going to go, and of course the DNR uh, didn't want necessarily to to do what they had to do, but we all had to adapt. And uh, that was just one of those things that they ended up doing. Mark LaBarba, uh, Mark LaBarbera, uh, classes uh, or invites us to bring our kids to the Open Season Sportsman's Expo, where they'll explore two touch of the wild trailers packed with birds, fish, and animal mounts. So that's always fun. Uh, you know, kids get a chance to uh, to really kind of feel and see what is out there in nature. A lot of times, maybe they're just looking at a picture or you know a screen. And so this is a really cool way for them to experience this a little bit closer up. And then speaking of trailers, we'll kick off things with Flow International factory rep Chad Baker, who tells us about the new Flow Versamax UT aluminum trailer. Uh, that's all coming up 
right after this here on Outdoors Radio. Attention future hunters. Hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888 join RGS. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. Hey, I just watched a video on the new Flow Versamax UT utility trailer. It's uh, brand new. It's very unique in a lot of ways. And here to tell us about it is Flow Factory representative Chad Baker. Chad, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, Dan. I appreciate the opportunity. Well, now, uh, I've, I've been running the Versamax or the Cargo Max. Uh, yep. for a couple of years now. I love that trailer. The Versamax is brand new, right? It is. Uh, we launched it last fall, and it carries over a lot of the unique features that the Cargo Max brings to the market. Uh, basically, the primary difference is it's a little more traditional in this construction in that the trailer is all aluminum. Mm-hmm. The Cargo Max has an aluminum frame with a, uh, a poly bed. This is a uh, completely new trailer, with uh, all aluminum construction. Mm-hmm. And what's the advantage of that? Um, there's some folks just prefer the uh, aluminum over plastic. Uh-huh. I think the plastic has a lot of um, benefits in terms of the durability, uh, basically an indestructible trailer. And depending on the use, you know, if it's purely a vehicle hauler or a more traditionally used trailer, the aluminum uh, works well and will also last basically forever. Yeah, so. yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, I love the, the Cargo Max, and I've had a lot of people comment on it. Uh, and then they see it's plastic, and they say, my goodness, you know, how does this hold up? And I say, well, watch the video. They drop trees on it, and, uh, <laughs> you know. Exactly. I have We're no problem. trying to hurt the trailer, yeah. and we can't do it. No. It's, uh, so, it's a pretty impressive product. So how was the new Versamax developed? The product um, was really a, kind of a function of just looking at the market, looking at the products that are being sold, and um, and just kind of going with what people are looking for. The Cargo Max, again, is, is just unique enough 
and uh, some people were just looking for a traditional style trailer. So we took all the good features, uh, the big one being our three-position loading capability. That one, um, that was the big feature that kind of sets us apart from some of our other competitors and that trailer uh the, the new ut has the same features so you can load a, a high clearance item like a utv by just dropping the ramp uh low clearance item like a golf cart or a lawnmower we can use the limited tilt mode and uh, it is also a full tilt trailer if you find the need for that as well so um that's that was really one of the big advantages to this trailer over some others was the uh the three position loading capability. Uh -huh. How many different sizes or models are there of this new one? So the UT trailer is available in a 10 and a half, a 12 and a half, and a 14 and a half foot length. And all of those trailers are 79 inches wide. So it's slightly wider than the Cargo Max. Uh -huh. Okay. Now, I, I in the video showed the quick attach track and uh, Versa track. Uh, explain what that is. Yeah, so the quick attach track is on the outside perimeter of the trailer. And what that does is it gives us the ability to either use the trailer uh, without sides. So if you're just hauling a UTV, uh, you could use the trailer with no sides. If you were going to haul some loose materials, we have a variety of side kits available. And those attach in that quick attach track. And it's a really unique design. Uh, the sides are easily removable. The big thing is those also make the sides very quiet. There's no rattling. Uh, I'm sure you've heard an aluminum utility trailer rattling down the highway. Oh, yeah. uh, our, our UT trailer is silent. Uh, the, can, the side kits in conjunction with our, our ramp pin system uh, make it silent, which is very unique in the aluminum trailer world. Yeah. Uh, and, and I'll tell you, it's a little feature, but one thing I love is that little, I'll call it a holster that you plug the, uh, the pigtail into, you know, your, uh, your connector. How simple was that? Yeah. <laughs> it does a great job protecting your wiring harness from the elements, uh, when you're not using it. Um, yeah. That's, uh, that's also available on the UT trailer. So yeah. that's a great simple addition. Yeah, so. and, and that's a, a flow, um, exclusive, isn't it? I haven't seen I, it. I haven't seen it anywhere else. So yeah. you guys should patent that if you haven't. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so with the side track, then the, the Versa track also you had mentioned is, uh, that's our load securing method. Um, on the floor of the trailer, there are, uh, tracks extruded in. That gives you infinite tie-down capabilities, where the Cargo Max has the D-rings yep. attached. This gives you uh, unlimited loading options and securing options, and we've had that uh, on our snow trailers uh, since probably the 80s or 90s. That was one of our inventions, and it's it, the ultimate in flexibility for whatever you're hauling. It's, mm -hmm. it's a great option. So. Yeah, Okay. Is there anything else that really sets this trailer apart? I mean, you've talked about the uh, uh, the, the uh, quick attach track, the Versa track, the uh, three position loading system, the quietness yeah. of it. Those are the real big features. The uh, the side kits that are available, we have again. The trailer could be sold as a flat deck trailer. Mm -hmm. If you did want to go with a side kit, we have a few different options. Those are. Um, 
we have a solid side, which would be a more traditional, you know, just an 11 or 25 inch side kit. And then we have also the ability to do a side load kit for ATVs, which is a really nice addition. And with the larger trailers, you could haul a couple of UTVs. One would go on sideways on the front and the other one would come up from the back. So, uh, the, the side kit options are, uh, are also kind of fit to the customer's needs. Uh-huh. So. Okay. Well, uh, it is, even though we got some snow this week, it is getting to be that spring trailer season where people are going to be moving ATVs and UTVs and uh, hauling all kinds of stuff around. So uh, this is a good time. I would imagine uh, you uh, your sales are picking up now, huh? Sales are strong. Uh, it's been it's been received extremely well. Uh, the dealers have done a great job showing the product off, and uh, yeah, we're getting to trailer season for sure. Coming out of the the deep uh, depths of winter here, so it's yeah. it's exciting. Yeah, and uh, you mentioned dealers. Where can we learn uh, the nearest dealer? On our website, which is flowintl.com. That's F L O E. INTL.com. Uh, we have a dealer locator on there, and uh, we have dealers throughout the upper Midwest. Uh, Wisconsin, especially, is nicely covered, and there's trailers in stock, and they're ready to go. So, all right. Well, Chad, uh, thank you so much for filling us in on this uh, this new utility trailer. Um, you know, if I didn't have the Cargo Max, I'd say, gee, maybe I need one of those. But I <laughs> but I love my Cargo Max, so I'm going to stick with it. They're both great trailers, and I don't think you could go wrong either way. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we'll send people to your website and hope that they check it out. Yeah, perfect. Thanks for your time, Dan. I appreciate it. You bet. Chad Baker is the factory rep for Flow International. Their website, again, is floeintl.com, and that's where you can see this uh, Versamax utility trailer and also find a list of dealers so you can find one near you. I know my dealer um, uh, right right up the road here in Richland Center um, has them, uh, Viteznik's, and I'm sure there are others around the state as well. So check it out. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Jeff Palmer. We're brought to you by the Wisconsin DNR Hunter Education and our free program, dnr.wi.gov, yourwildwi.gov. And joining us now is John King, the administrative uh, warden with the DNR. And, John, I appreciate your time, man. Well, thanks for having me on. Well, we are, uh, we're talking in-person hunter education classes. I know you guys, along with the rest of the world, kind of had to shut things down last year and, uh, not exactly what you wanted to do. And I'm sure this scramble to figure out how on earth are we going to continue this tradition, uh, of, of classes, uh, was, uh, was probably one of the first things that came to mind. And, and I think you guys did whatever you could do to make things work for last year. But I got to imagine there's a lot of folks excited, including uh, folks on your team that were bringing back the in-person classes starting in April. Yeah, it, you know, everybody can attest to that 2020 and, and now into the spring of 2021, we're, we're going to deal with COVID and, uh, 
it's changed how we've done everything uh, kind of nationwide. And so uh, hunter education was uh, not immune to that. Uh, we did, uh, you know, we did last fall, we did hunter education classes, but things got pretty rough around, you know, that Christmas time. And so we, we decided we um, better tighten up on our hunter ed. And, and lo and behold, a couple months later, it's looking a lot better uh, nationwide and for the state of Wisconsin. So being able to open back up hunter education uh, to um, hands-on activity is, it's, it's very important and it's exciting to be able to do that. I know our hunter ed instructors are looking forward to uh, getting out there and offering classes and um, making them available to the public. There's no doubt whatsoever that in-person classes and in-person instruction can lead to far safer habits for individuals, especially young individuals, probably your, your majority of folks taking your hunter education program. But, you know, last year when, when you guys did kind of have to uh, curtail that, uh, there was a lot of folks kind of throwing up their hands like, oh, there's going to be a whole generation of, uh, of people that don't know what they're doing. And, and I think you guys did a fantastic job uh, doing things online and, and working within the parameters that you were doing. You don't feel, of course, that there'd be any major ramifications from folks that did go through the course last year solely online, do you? So, you know, that's, um, it's a tough one to, uh, to put a number to. And the reason being is, is when you've, when you've educated uh, approximately one and a quarter million people um, out there, and now three to even four generations of people, um, there are mentors that have hunter education that are going to go out and work with a new person that has taken their hunter education online. And so our message is out there so far and so deep uh, into our hunting public that I think we're going to see uh, very minimal um effect from those that group of people uh, that have taken online hunter education. Uh, and, and so it's a door that has been opened up and, and an opportunity for people to get uh, their hunter education in a different way. Um, but there's no doubt uh, in, in every type of education system that is out there uh, where they talk about hands-on being the best way to learn. And uh, so if you think about online education, it's similar to reading a book. And so there's there's information that's retained and then there's information that's not retained. So that um, that's the issue that comes about, um, you know, with an online program or just reading a book at home and, and getting certified with it. There's there's certain information that. Uh, we spend time making sure that we teach our students to be able to do, and that's what's that's potentially what's going to be missing um, with that online only generation. But as you mentioned, the the roots run deep in Wisconsin, and man, we are so fortunate for that, right? I mean, uh, that that uh, that you're going to have younger individuals or new individuals to hunting, which again we we saw a lot of last year, uh, that are going to be mentored by the right individuals, right? The the right people to show them the proper way to handle a firearm in, in, in any situation. And we, we hope that's the case. And we, we believe that's going to be um, 
you know, as we go forward, there's a lot of, a um, lot of these young hunters probably got to hunt already a couple of years in the mentor program without hunter education certification. So, um, we believe that, um, you know, the education through online will fill in the gaps that maybe mom, dad, grandpa, or great grandpa, whoever that is, maybe didn't get with them. Uh, and so I, like I said, I think we have a good, um, working combination there um but we as we always have we've always encouraged people to get out and try a hands-on uh, hunter education class and uh, they're still available and and that's what we're gonna continue to move forward with so now we've got uh you know kind of a boost last year due to covid and in, in some of the hunting and fishing numbers here in the state of wisconsin and so do you see you know you just mentioned that online classes are still going to be available for those that are eligible to take them do, do you see that as uh last year having kind of boosted those numbers as like in many businesses where telecommunication now just got a little easier because you were forced into it, is this going to be a bigger impact on the hunter education program than it has been before? Or do you feel like the numbers will uh, kind of go back to where they were pre-COVID and, uh, and you, as you prepare to just do in-person classes uh, or, or prepare for more in-person classes going forward? Well, we did see um – this year, we we did see an increase in hunter education participation, and not uh, you know not by tens of thousands, but I think we ended up with probably two to three thousand more people um, taking hunter education. And and so I, I will point out the obvious component of that is adults uh, can take hunter education online to gain uh, their concealed carry permit. And as we know. Hands-on classes um, did not happen, um, you know, this year. So some of that may be part of, um, you know, that concealed carry program. So, uh, but we did see um, reactivation in hunting. Uh, so those people that, you know, I, I kind of slowly getting out of it. We saw those people jumping back into it, uh, and some new people coming on board, and so. Um, this year, the outdoor industry just had such a boom uh, in activity, whether it was fishing, hunting, kayaking, riding your bike, camping, outdoor activity. So I think when people realize the amount of fun that they had um, outdoors and doing something fun outside, I think we'll see a little bit more stability and maybe a, a little bit less of that downward trend that we've been seeing nationwide. So I, I think it's a good thing. Absolutely. You know, part of the R3 program, right? Retention. That's, uh, that's what we want to, yep. that's what we want to yep. see. Now, these in-person classes, uh, folks can sign up. Are they just for youth or are they for adults or both or who can sign up and, and get back into these in-person classes? <laughs> So anybody of any age can take uh, a hunter education class. And, and so we offer, um, you know, three different types of classes that we, we offer. One is for adult certification. That's all online. We waive that for the time being uh, so that anybody of any age can do the online program. So that's one of them. But the hands-on traditional course, which happens uh, in – we have about 725 to 750 of those that happen every year. Those happen in 
uh, most of your small communities around the state of Wisconsin. And so that's, um, could be a couple nights or it could be uh, a couple days each week up to three weeks in length. And so, uh, that's an opportunity for anybody. Um, we see, uh, through the years, we've seen our hunter education class has been 25% adults. Uh, and they're coming and doing the hands-on activities and getting involved and, and trying it out. So that trend has been pretty stable for quite some time. And then we also have what's called the Internet Field Day. Uh, and anybody of any age can do that one. That's a, uh, a, a modified course where you take your online study and you come in and we spend a day with you uh, doing just hands-on activity. And that's kind of uh, fills in the blank of, I saw it done online, but now how do I do it? And how do I load and unload this gun and carry it safely and do all those hands-on activities for the day mm-hmm. to fill in the blanks that the online course can't do uh, for you. And those, in that particular class, we see about 125 of those offered around the state of Wisconsin. So, so there's a lot of opportunity um, for hands-on or if you want to, to completely do it online. Uh, it's out there. It's available. And uh, our classes are, we're starting to see them getting posted um, with this April 1st time frame coming up. Uh, and, and so we'll see quite a few this spring around the turkey season. And then uh, a few will happen during the summer. But we start seeing a good amount of classes coming in in August, September, and October that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gearing up for uh, gun deer season and stuff. So, yeah. and so folks can sign up uh, online uh, on the DNR's website, right? Yep. Uh, just really simple way of doing it is go to Go Wild, uh, and you'll see a little search category, search for upcoming classes, and then you can pick out uh, either Hunter Education or, uh, or yeah, Hunter Education or Internet Field Day, and then search by your county. We always encourage people to look. Um, you know, look statewide or pick a county next door to them just in case. You never know. Just right across the border, there could be a a, a class that you want to get into that meets your needs. And um, if you only look in your county, you only see what's there. Absolutely. And I, I want to add one more thing to this. I know folks are going to be excited to get into the class, but I know some hunter education instructors who are just as excited to get back to teaching it. Yeah, it, uh, you know, we've got instructors, um, I think this coming year we're going to see our instructors with 55 years wow. of, of teaching hunter education. So to say they're excited, uh, and, and it's something they enjoy doing, um, 55 years of teaching hunter education. And, uh, so yeah, it's, it's a, a passion that they enjoy the outcome, uh, of seeing pre-hunter education, 267 hunting accidents down to here we are, uh, anywhere from 16 to 20 hunting accidents. Right. That, that's something to be excited about what you've done with your, um, your volunteer time. So mm-hmm. pretty cool on their part. Well, John, I appreciate the time you, you spent with us here today, and I really hope folks uh, get involved, get themselves signed up for the programs, be it online or in person. Enjoy the in-person time. I know I still fondly remember uh, my hunter education program, and uh, I, I smile just thinking about how much fun it was. So I hope folks enjoy that and uh, get over to Go Wild and search for your classes. And, John, thanks so much again. 
Thank you. John King, Administrative Warden with the DNR, joining us here on Outdoors Radio. We are brought to you by the DNR, uh, Wisconsin DNR Hunter Education Program and our three programs at dnr.wi.gov and gowild.wi.gov. More Outdoors Radio right after this. Flow has been making world-class aluminum trailers for 38 years, and the all-new Versamax UT is a giant leap forward in utility trailer technology. Whether you're working on projects or planning a trip, a Flow UT trailer will serve you like no other. And Flow technology eliminates the rattling and banging you get when towing most utility trailers. Whether you're buying for the first time or looking to make an upgrade, see for yourself what sets us apart at floeintl.com. The Versamax UT, another game changer from Flow. Enjoy the ultimate shooting experience at the Range of Richfield, your one-stop shop for all shooters. Just north of the Richfield Cabela's store on Helson Drive, the Range of Richfield offers 12 state-of-the-art 25-yard indoor shooting lanes for all pistol and common rifle loads. Classes in home defense, basic handgun and concealed carry, a retail shop, trophy mount display, and more in a welcoming, family-friendly setting. Open daily except Monday to the public and members. Your ultimate shooting experience, therangewi.com. For the nonprofit Ruffed Grouse Society, the well-being of the Ruffed Grouse and American Woodcock is a special priority. But the Society's conservation work benefits more than just these two game birds. The organization's programs help a long list of other young forest wildlife, including songbirds that must have thick, brushy habitat to survive. For more information about forest wildlife habitat management, contact the Ruffed Grouse Society toll-free at 888 join rgs recently rebranded open season sportsman's expo formerly outdoor life field and stream expo series moved locations to the wisconsin dells march 26 through 28 at the kalahari resorts and conventions come see the latest products gear and equipment for hunting fishing and outdoor enthusiasts meet industry insiders attend an educational seminar test the newest products and shop show only pricing kids under 12 free Save with advanced tickets at OpenSeasonSportsmansExpo.com. Welcome back to your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio. I'm Dan Small. The Open Season Sportsman's Expo is next weekend. Hard to believe it's coming up that soon. March 26th through the 28th at Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. You can learn more and buy advanced tickets at OpenSeasonSportsmansExpo.com. And for the last, oh gosh, six weeks or so, we've been talking to people who will be there in one capacity or another. And joining us now is a familiar voice on Outdoors Radio, Mark LaBarbera. Mark is the founder and chief volunteer of the Outdoor Heritage Education Center, and he's going to have a very special display at this year's Expo. Mark, welcome back. Hi, Dan. Thanks for having me. You bet. Now, tell us what you're going to be bringing to the Expo. Our friends Chris O'Hara and Cheryl Keller at the Sportsman's Expo said they would like to have family activities, and they would like something educational on top of all the great exhibits that are there every year. This year we're going to bring the Touch of the Wild trailers 
education trailers that people can walk through and touch the different taxidermy mounts, but also the Mammals of Wisconsin, Jen Ebert's display, which has basically every mammal of Wisconsin. Uh-huh. Now, that that's a display that's been at the Expo almost forever, I would say, since... Uh, you know, since Glenn uh, Helglund started it way, way back when. Yeah, it's one of the most popular parts of the show. At the Expo, the families know that they go to Jen, and she'll share all kinds of information with them while they're actually touching these furs and mounted animals, except the porcupine. <laughs> Don't pet the porcupines. Now, um, your touch of the wild trailers have got to be familiar to a number of our listeners because, gosh, for the last four or five years or more, you've had them at the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel Sports Show and other expos and venues that you and I have been at. So they they get out and about quite a bit. Those trailers have been to senior living facilities, schools, county fairs, marina days, lakefront days, other festivals, dairy days all over the state. And now with our partnership with the Wisconsin Conservation Congress and the Youth Conservation Congress, that outreach effort is expanding. We're actually going to end up with four trailers covering the entire state. Wow. Well, walk us through uh, one of the trailers for folks who have not actually been there. Well, the first thing people do is they tell their kids, don't touch anything in there. Huh. See the sign? Yeah. <laughs> but the sign actually says, please do touch everything inside. <laughs> and there's everything from waterfowl and elk mount, a life-size wolf, groundhog, badgers, up there's dozens of different animals or parts like furs, feathers, um, antlers, horns, along with educational information about it. And the Touch of the Wild 2 has a great fish display, including a mural with every fish in Wisconsin, life-size, so that people can test their uh, identification skills. Uh Uh-huh. And uh, speaking of life-size uh, murals, one of the trailers has one of my favorite features, and that's your, what's your wingspan? Oh, that is a popular one uh, for both kids and adults. They um, basically put their arms out spread to compare their wingspan, their arm span, to um, what different birds are. We have swans. Uh, wild turkey, eagles, hawks, owls. Uh, it's uh, just one of those popular things. Colorful, and, and you probably see a lot of them posted on social media because people are taking pictures with their smartphones all the time. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> so the so the parents are, are cautious going in. Don't touch, don't touch. And then they get the message. What's the reaction of people coming out of the trailer? When their jaws are no longer just dropped, they're going, this is awesome. In fact, one of the favorite sayings when they come out because an opossum is hanging in the rear of the trailer, Mm -hmm. it's like, awesome possum, (laughs) awesome trailer. (laughs) Yeah, nice, 
Nice. And so, and so they, it's kind of like a, a Disney movie where there's different things for different people at different levels. So for the youngest kids, they're just amazed at the size of the wolf mm. or the bear. Mm-hmm. And for the adults, they're reading some of the signage and learning more about the species and the sportsman's role in conserving those species. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, that's important. You do tell the the story of what, what is well known as the North American conservation model, where sportsmen's purchases actually generate money to uh, to support conservation. Yeah, and a lot of people, including teachers and, and experienced sportsmen, will walk out of the trailers and go, I didn't know that. Or is it true that what I saw in there is, and you know, they'll fill in the blank. Yeah, I, I'm amazed, uh, you know, as, as I'm sure you are, because you see it in person there, but when I talk to people who don't know that, there's an 11% excise tax on uh, binoculars, ammunition, and stuff like that. You don't see it. You don't feel it. You pay it. Uh, and it gets collected and then distributed to the states according to um, some formula that I think is related to license sales each year, isn't it? And to, and to land mass. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Those, so those are the two key factors. You know, and the other thing about these trailers is that we can bring them anywhere. Mm-hmm. People don't have to find us, don't have to go to a fixed museum site. It's like a traveling museum on wheels that can pull right up to their event, inside buildings even, or next to schools. We open the doors and let people turn on the lights and let people come through. And at this expo, these two trailers are actually going to be inside right in one of the halls, right? Yes. Yes. And what we're going to do, in addition to the trailers, we'll have the touch tables and uh, the mammals of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And then we're also going to have a raffle for oh. um, a wall of guns, so, a natural connection, <clears throat> because, like you said, excise tax on guns helps support conservation. Proceeds from this raffle will be split between Outdoor Heritage Education Center, which is going to share our money with the Youth Conservation Congress as one of our favorite causes, and also with the Wisconsin Wildlife Federation's Conservation Leadership Corps. Uh But then the other portion goes to the Friends of Poinette Game Farm, who are going to be joining us there. Uh Yeah, that was uh, going to be one of my questions. This this all doesn't come free. Somebody's got to... Uh, you know, uh, to pay for maintenance and uh, moving the things around. And so your raffle is helping support this effort. Well, it, technically, it's supporting, um, it's freeing up, well, how, I guess the best way to, to portray it is that sponsor donations from folks like Ducks Unlimited, National Wild Turkey Federation, Friends of NRA, SCI, most recently Wings Over Wisconsin, are helping us to put these trailers and keep them on the road. Uh The proceeds from the raffle then can go 100% to on-the-ground projects or youth education, in this case, the Youth Conservation Corps, Friends of Point at Game Farms efforts like Learn to Hunts, things that make a difference in the lives of so many people all across the state. Now, you mentioned uh, Friends of Poinette Game Farm. Uh, what does that group do? 
the Friends group was formed years ago to try and support the efforts at the state game farm at Poinette, which raises more than, well, now 75,000 pheasants that will be released on more than 90 public properties accessible for hunters all across the state. Mm -hmm. We were instrumental at Friends of Poinette Game Farm in helping to get a new hatchery built and uh, to increase the capacity from earlier years, like 50,000 birds, to 75,000. Now, this last year, it went back to 50,000, but we understand that it, production will be back at 75,000 once the uh, pandemic's effects are uh, behind us. Yeah, and we certainly hope that uh, that can't come soon, soon enough for, for me and I'm sure for a lot of other people. Yes. You know, the, the Friends of Poinette Game Farm volunteers actually contribute more than 600 hours a year of labor sorting through eggs and um, pheasant chicks and uh, cleaning pens and rounding up birds, putting them in crates for release at uh, all these public hunting properties across the state. That adds up to a big savings in the DNR's budget uh, where they don't have to hire employees to fill or to do all of those seasonal chores. Yep, and I think, you know, hunters who might step into the field on opening day and hope to flush a couple pheasants at a public hunting ground. All right, well, meanwhile, you'll be at the uh, Expo in the Dells next weekend, and I'm sure folks who've never seen the uh, Touch of the Wild trailers will... Uh, really have their eyes open, quite literally, and uh, have lots of things to uh, touch and feel and, and pet as they walk through the trailer. So thanks so much for talking with us, and I uh, hope you get a good turnout and a good uh, walk through on your trailers. Thanks, Dan. You bet. Mark LaBarbera is the founder and chief volunteer for the Outdoor Heritage Education Center. <clears throat> as we've been uh, talking about, he will be at the Open Season Sportsman's Expo next weekend, March 26th through the 28th at Kalahari Resort in the Dells. And you can learn more about everything, including uh, you'll see a floor plan so you know exactly where those uh, displays are located online at openseasonsportsmansexpo.com. I'm Dan Small. You are listening to Outdoors Radio. Recently rebranded Open Season Sportsman's Expo, formerly Outdoor Life Field and Stream Expo Series, moved locations to the Wisconsin Dells, March 26th through 28th at the Kalahari Resorts and Conventions. Come see the latest products, gear, and equipment for hunting, fishing, and outdoor enthusiasts. Meet industry insiders, attend an educational seminar, test the newest products, and shop show only pricing. Kids under 12 free. Save with advanced tickets at OpenSeasonSportsman'sExpo.com. Flow has been making world-class aluminum trailers for 38 years, and the all-new Versamax UT is a giant leap forward in utility trailer technology. Whether you're working on projects or planning a trip, a Flow UT trailer will serve you like no other. And Flow technology eliminates the rattling and banging you get when towing most utility trailers. Whether you're buying for the first time or looking to make an upgrade, see for yourself what sets us apart at floeintl.com. The Versamax UT, another game changer from Flow. 
Attention future hunters. Hunting season for turkey, small game, and deer is right around the corner. Don't wait to think about hunter education. The time to enroll is now. The Wisconsin DNR offers several options to choose from, making it easier than ever to enroll. Just browse for upcoming youth or adult hunter education classes at gowild.wi.gov and join the ranks of today's hunter education graduates who are ensuring the safe future of our hunting heritage. Classes fill up quickly, so don't wait. Enroll today. A message from Wisconsin DNR. Welcome back to Outdoors Radio with Dan Small. Outdoors Radio is brought to you by the Wisconsin Hunter Education Program with the Wisconsin DNR at dnr.wi.gov and by the Open Season Sportsman's Expo, March 26th through the 28th at Kalahari Resort in Wisconsin Dells. You can find them online at openseasonsportsmansexpo.com and by, uh, by Cedar Lake Sales on Highway 33 West in West Bend on the web at cedarlakesales.com. Cedar Lake Sales is open for business. They are, uh, they are getting boats ready for the springtime. So you can make sure that you, uh, get over to their Facebook page or their website for more details. They're also offering, uh, the vessel view, which is on the Mercury motors. Pretty cool deal. It's a wireless module that connects your engine to your smartphone or other mobile devices, and you can actually show the speed and RPM, fuel temperatures, a lot of really cool, intricate information about your Mercury. Now, not all models of Mercury motors are going to appear with this, but you can give Cedar Lake Sales a call, and they can set this up with you and uh, find out if the Mercury you have right now is going to be able to pair with Vesselview, or uh, if uh, you're looking to buy a new boat, I'm sure they can outfit it with the Vesselview in there. Uh, there's only 20 in stock, $220 installed and call for an appointment. It's a pretty cool thing. I know a number of anglers that uh, compete competitively. They love seeing that information. Helps them make uh, better decisions when they've got to go on long runs or when they're taking a trip or whatnot. It's a pretty cool thing. Uh, if you missed anything on Outdoor Wisconsin, which is the television show that Dan and I are both on. Man, Dan's been hosting that for 37 years now. Uh, you can find it online. You can go to milwaukeepbs.org or uh, pbswisconsin.org, or you can look it up on YouTube as well. Uh, deer Hunt Wisconsin, you know, if you're still in the deer hunting mode, maybe you're just thinking about shed hunting and the deer hunting stuff gets you uh, all revved up. You can find that at DHWI. Uh, uh, you look up DHWI or Deer Hunt Wisconsin on YouTube. If you missed anything that we talked about on today's show, you can go back and listen to it again. We're on Lake dash link.com uh, go to the outdoor radio page or multimedia page hit it outdoor radio and uh, you can listen to this show past shows up to about a year and then uh, <clears throat> you can follow dan and i on social media too follow me at hardwater jeff and you can catch dan at dan small outdoors our giveaway this week is four pairs of tickets to the open season sportsman's expo march 26th through the 28th in the dells to enter call 414-297 7554 or email us at dsoradio at gmail.com. Leave your uh, email address and mention the expo giveaway and we'll send winners an email with a voucher for your tickets. Uh, Capital City Muskies Inc. has their Muskie University online this year. See their Facebook page to pre-register three sessions uh, with uh, three seminars each day, March 20th, that's this weekend, and the 27th and April 3rd. So Dan is teaching a fly fishing uh, session on April 3rd at 1.10 p.m. Pre-registration is required. There's a small fee to cover the Zoom costs, and uh, there's a live chat following each seminar. Go to CapitalCitiesMuskiesInc.org to sign up. 
Our theme music by Warren Nelson. You can hear him uh, all the time when you listen to our show. You, that's that's what the greatest part about downloading the show is that you can listen to the intro and outro music. So I'm sure that's what you're listening for. Hey, I'm Jeff Kelm. I hope you get a chance to get outside this week. Enjoy some of this springtime in Wisconsin weather. And we will join you next week. Hopefully Dan will feel better and be back in the studio. And uh, we'll uh, we'll chat then. Thanks so much for listening this week. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to Outdoors Radio, your source for the latest hunting and fishing information. Find more Outdoors Radio online at dansmalloutdoors.com. Brought to you by Lake Link, your online fishing resource at lake-link.com. Honey.